episode of Bitch Better Have My Coffee. That was enunciated. Bitch. <laughs> How was your week, Katie? How was your weeks? I feel like weeks keep hitting me in the face. Like when they begin? Yeah. Just like, <laughs> like oh, it's you wake Monday. up on Monday and it's like... You're off tomorrow, right? No. I'm off oh. Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday. Okay. Not this Monday. No, I have so much work to do. I'm looking at my to-do list because I write notes for the show. In uh, your work notebook. In my work notebook. And I How efficient of you. To do. You keep your life in one notebook. I do. I, this is not an ad because, you know, <laughs> we only have 200 listeners. But I do use... I've gone through so many planners in my lifetime, and I spent a lot of money on planners. But the best planner I've ever had, ever, and a coworker showed me it, it's called the Full Focus Planner. And I've actually finished two of them. What's that guy's name? Michael Hyde? Like who is You don't know? I think it's Michael Hyatt. He, like, designs them. My dad loathes him. He doesn't like him? He, like, okay, it's like a love-hate relationship. Yeah, okay, because he, like, writes books, and so when my dad found... Yeah, he writes, like, a bunch of self-help books. Yeah, so when my dad found the planner, he was kind of, like, both jealous and, like, I don't know, I guess mostly jealous, because he was, like... Okay, if you're a writer, like, you can't just make planners and, like, make your money off people having to buy planners. Because it's 90 days for the planner, right? Oh, it's genius. It's yeah, only it is. three months. It's genius because you have to, if you keep wanting to use it, you have to keep buying it. And it's, like, what, 50 bucks? It's, like, 50. Yeah, but the genius thing about it is, like, people, I think, like, when I used to have other, like, year-round planners, I would do it for, like, two or three months and then get bored of it. Mm-hmm. So it is genius. But then, I like, agree. when you when you fill up one of these planners, or not, like, fill up one of them, because, like, there's some days where you won't use it, but, like, when you get to the end on the last page, like, you feel like, wow. And then you order another one. You, like, accomplished a life goal. <laughs> I feel like girls really like journals and diaries and stuff like that. But that's the thing, because my dad just got me one yesterday that you saw. Yeah. And in my head, I was like... Uh, does that mean I have to stop using my other one? Because <laughs> I can't have two. Like, this one has, like, dot pages in the back. Ooh. The one that he got me is half, it's like a calendar, dots, and then lines. So yeah. it's like a tri-page. Wow. Which I think I'll use, but I already have one that he also got me. Yeah, and this one has an index and lines. But it's, again, it's not an ad. It's an option <laughs> for really you. really like it. No, Michael Hyatt doesn't pay me. I've never met him. But... I do swear by it. I think it really does, like, make you more productive. Because, like, every day when I get into work, I look at, like, my to-do list. And it's also so satisfying to be able to cross it off, like, every single yeah. time in the same general area. Very it's satisfying. Very nice. But is there anything to report on your weeks other than Mondays being crazy? I don't really have much to report. Just mm. that, um, Just living life. Going through summer. Yeah. I'm tired all the time. Yeah. That's the sun. That's my excuse, at least. We will talk more about summer later in this episode. We yes. have some things to say. A bone to pick with summer. But how are your weeks, Katie? They're about the same. You know, living life. Summer feels, like, weird because it feels like life kind of pauses because, like, everything gets so slow and, like, hot. no one's hiring or anything. It's effing hot. You don't want to leave your, like, fan. I literally just sit in front of the fan most days. Then once it gets cold and you can, like, live again, then you want to do all these things. Yeah, you can wear a sweater. I understand why, like things go on in summer like events because people are off of like work and school and it's not gonna rain i guess but it doesn't really rain here like that often to be like it did rain like a week ago 
Oh, yeah, and it was gross. But, like, I feel like if you have an event in, like, November or, like, April, maybe, more people will go. Because it's cooler outside. Yeah. You, like, actually want to leave and have fun. some people actually like the summer. Yeah, maybe it's just me (laughs) and you. (laughs) But we record these on a Sunday. Mm Mm-hmm. So tomorrow is another week. Yeah, but do you know what's not happening anymore on Sundays? No. Should I? Oh my gosh, what? Oh, I was like, church? (laughs) We literally just discussed this like 10 seconds ago. Yes, (laughs) sorry. Last week was the last Sunday of 90 Day Fiance. And so no more, no more 90 Day. Wait, no more, um... There is 90 Day the other way still. But it's not that. It's like anticlimactic. It's like... And Family Chantel. That was even more boring. (laughs) Did the other way... Okay, because you've watched the other way more than me, but like, did they just like not do what they said or is it just not as interesting as i don't find it as interesting like i feel like it's basically like before the 90 days because like i haven't seen anyone get married yet Mm. besides the south african like who she keeps talking about marriage and like she came ready for marriage the other ones weren't really ready for marriage they just kind of like up and left yeah because one of them was like pregnant and then there's two that are like in their 50s those two like girls in their 50s Summit and Jenny and... Because I thought when it came out that, like, it would be cool to learn about the cultures and obviously, like, they do it different ways and Mm -hmm. the Americans have to, like, adapt, but is it, like, more about that than the marriage or is it just not as interesting because for 90 Day, it's all the same, so their drama comes out more because all... You don't want to talk about the K-1 visa, like, ten times. Yeah. We understand how it works now. I think it's just not interesting because, one, like, off the bat, you know, I think except for one, like, they're all being scammed. Mm-hmm. And not, then... Not a single one is real. Well, like, the more you watch it, it's just, like, I know this couple will never last. Even Jahoon. Yeah, and, uh, what's her name? I don't know. Something Makeup. with a D. <laughs> Devin. Yeah, like, I don't think they will actually last. Like, if she still is not in South Korea. Oh, really? No. And even on her Instagram, she's not in South Korea. She, like, never goes... It's, like, what's the point? So the camera crews are literally, like, there's two for one couple? Basically. And, like, most of their season, I think, was, like, filmed in Las Vegas. Is that where she's from? No, she's from Utah, but, like, she met his parents in Vegas. Like, they flew oh, to Vegas to meet I her. saw that episode. They're still there? In the TV show, they're still there. So oh. it's, like, they're taking something that was, like, probably a week and, like, dragging it out for three. It's, like, oh, my because God. Because nothing actually is going to happen after that. So they're, like, okay, we got to make this one event last forever. Yeah, and I just think, like, these couples are so far-fetched that that's what makes it not interesting. Because hmm. like, you just know. The old lady that goes to Qatar, it's, like... What are you doing? Or even the India one. Summit. I think Summit and Jenny are the only real ones. I think he really loves her. He's kind of, yeah, he's like a cute guy to her. Like, and that's very my favorite sweet. part of the other way is when Summit and Jenny come on. Oh, but that makes sense. Like, Ronald and Tiffany are so annoying. <laughs> Devin and Jihoon are annoying because Devin's, like, just stupid. <laughs> she literally can't be trusted to do anything. I remember that one and the Qatar one both didn't even show up until the like third episode mm-hmm. and I was like does that mean they're not interesting because I want to see what happens but like if nothing's gonna happen they're not gonna show it. But like the thing is this might be mean but if you're an old ass lady and you're like in your 60s all wrinkly and stuff. Like, you already have kids. Her kids are grown right? She has one kid. Maybe it's the India one. The India one she has kids but like th- I'm talking about Qatar. You're an old ass lady, you look tired, mm-hmm. and you think 
Qatar is like a very wealthy country too. So like you think some young personal trainer from Qatar. How old is he? He's like our age. He's like 24. If he's wealthy, why is he scamming her? I don't know. <laughs> he wants to go to America. He's doing it wrong because he's on the wrong show. But that's a good point that you brought up. Like with 90 Day, even the couples that are kind of far-fetched and out there, they have such great drama or like the ones that keep taking them back. Like we kind of got over Ashley and Jay, but like the one I always think of is Molly and Luis because mm-hmm. like she kicks him out like twice, but every time she brings him back, it actually seems like it's going to work. Yeah. And when something crazy happens, it's not just, like, you know they're not going to end up. Or Larissa and Culty. Yeah. They had, like, like, three falling outs. I think why, like, 90 Day More and 90 Day Happily Ever After is because they actually get married, so they actually have to have drama to work it out. Whereas if you're just flying somewhere to be with someone, like, before the 90 Days or 90 Days the other way, like, you could just fly on home. That's true. There's no commitment. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they're not married yet. Yeah. Well, I think that as we speak, they are either filming the next season or editing the next season. They're probably editing it. I have, like, a hunch it'll maybe be back in, like, November, October, you know? I think as soon as the other way wraps up... They'll do something. Because they always have something on Sundays and Mondays. Is that one show that's, like... 16 and pregnant or whatever teen whatever whatever it's called is that new or are they done i have no idea because that also has to do with that if they took the place of the sunday night show no because the in two weeks before the 90 days well, the other way on. seems like it's almost done and so when the other way is done something will have to take the other way's place and they're obviously going to fill it with 90 day because it's the only thing people watch on tlc so i think <laughs> it'll be a 90 day we will watch the tell all though those are the most interesting parts yeah i think like with the other way like we can just stop watching it until the tell-all i agree but it's been at least two months since it's been on the regular season the other way has been on for two months oh yeah i think it'll be over soon okay because i also saw on their like instagrams that some of them were traveling to i think they met in like london well that's like kind of middle for all of them oh but like current london is like kind of not a place to be (laughs) neither is um, ingabau but (laughs) that's true would you rather be in ingabau or or england (laughs) but we do miss 90 day So earlier we talked about Hayden Summer. Now we're going to talk about some more. Yes. Here are our top ten reasons why we hate summer. Number one, shorts. We hate wearing shorts and we hate seeing people wear shorts. I don't know if that's mean, but like, it's just a personal preference. Um, yeah, I personally don't like to see ass. Um, especially, I don't know, maybe it's not especially here, but especially here, <laughs> around these parts. People tend to not wear clothes. Like, they literally do everything they can to, like, be naked. I don't like it. And especially here where we have the ocean breeze, it is not hot enough to be naked. Where my mom lives, where it's 115 every day, people can be naked and it'd be fine for the nipple. But, like, (laughs) here, it's like 89. It's, you're not gonna sweat to death. No. You need to cover some areas. Boys and girls alike. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I hate when people, like show everything but then at the same time part of me is like well i'm really glad that person has enough confidence in themselves to wear that yeah there's like two parts but then i go back to thinking please put a shirt on i just don't get it like i understand the confidence but like it doesn't look comfortable like we recently got twitter we're on that bandwagon and one of my tweets was that people in summer look uncomfortable and i truly mean like the women that wear crop tops and shorts don't look happy. They look, look like happy. they want to hide or they want to, like, go under the covers because they truly want it to be cold. Or, like, guys that wear the two short shorts that's, like, the style now. It's like, no, are, your, you. are your parts really okay? 
doesn't look flattering. So we really don't understand it. And then the, the next one is Katie and I both live in Huntington Beach, and that means that basically it's only really miserably hot two months out of the year. Mm-hmm. And at certain times of the day. Which means most of Huntington Beach does not have air conditioning. Oh, yeah. It's unheard of. And the surrounding city is like Costa Mesa, even. Or... Yeah. I would imagine anything more coastal, like AC, isn't people just open their windows. Even Fountain Valley, even when we lived in the condo, we didn't have AC. Yeah, so, so. AC is not a thing, which makes it even and all the places around here, if you want to buy the portable ones, they mark it up like crazy because they know that you need it. Supply and demand. And it's really annoying because I don't want to spend $300 for two months of the year. I just don't. See? It's not fair. But then it's going to cool down in like September and you're going to forget all about it. Yeah, and then I'm going to be glad I didn't spend $300. Number three on our list is the perfect thing to do in the summer is go somewhere with AC. And you know what has AC? nail salons yes coffee shops sometimes that leads us to number three is i don't we both communally don't like when people wear sandals with gross ass feet yeah i feel like it's more the men because i don't know girls have it hard enough you can have some toes that are like a little bit out there yeah but most girls get pedicures done yeah and guys don't want to or it's a preference or like whatever the reason is just a lot of sandals groom your thumbnails and like how hot are you to like can you just wear shoes? No. I, I wore shoes yesterday. I wore sandals in the rain. <laughs> exactly. You wore sandals in Guatemala. But it really is everywhere you go. But at the same time, I do get pedicured regularly. Yes. It's either wear shoes or They're get a pedicure. They're pedicured. Exactly. <laughs> Number four is there's crowds and children everywhere. True. Actually, I was thinking about it today. If you're single out today, there's... The U.S. Open, fair. the O.C. Fair, Hard Summer, whatever the hell that is. Um, wasn't there, like, a race going on? There was a race. A car race. Okay. Some sort of car race. That's four things in one day. That's too much. Yeah, and they always have, like, music going on at the beach. Coastal country jams. And it prohibits us from doing daily activities, such as going to Phil's. Yeah, Phil's. We didn't, we both didn't go to Phil's. Not that we didn't try. <laughs> you tried, yeah. It was 45 minute wait just for a damn cup of coffee. And no offense, not to be like, this is my town, but like, a lot this of people town. don't seem like they're, they're just crowding. I don't know. It's a lot. And with the sun out, it's like, I don't need more people. My oh, world... the Sawdust Festival. Sawdust. Five things. Um, my world qualm with tourists is it's not that I mind tourists coming here. I get it. Like, it, they spend money here. But the thing I really hate about tourists is like they come here, they make a effing mess, mm-hmm. and then they leave and go back to, you know, mm-hmm. Montebello. It's or also kind of weird Corona. they act like this is like sightseeing, but it's like where we live. It's just really weird. It's a yeah, weird feeling. I just hate that they do that because, like, I don't go to your town and mess it up. Yeah. Yeah. I frankly don't even go to your town. So <laughs> I don't know. It's just a weird it's a weird feeling. So that's what really makes me mad. And crowns in the sun is like twice the heat. So Yeah, really... because everyone's breathing on you. Yeah, and wearing their sandals. I pay my taxes. This is my air, not your air. This is my go, town. <laughs> go breathe air somewhere else. Go back to Montebello. Um, Gosh, we sound terrible. <laughs> number five is just the pure heat. We're in this the time where it's gonna start to get very hot like i would say august is the hottest month of the year for us yeah 
So it just gets very uncomfortable. To I me. remember last year it went till October. I remember because I was like, how is it Halloween and like 90 degrees? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but I think in August, like the last two weeks of August, it'll hit 100. Yeah, for easy. sure. August is like the worst one. Number six is I live off Trader Joe's salads. Like that's really all I eat mm-hmm. um, during the week. And in the summer, people are always buying it. Yeah. Our main point when we got to this one was, like, school is out, and we're trying to think of, like, ways that we realize school is out and, like, why it hurts our normal day lives. So salads is a good one. Everyone buys the salads because they're, like, refreshing, they're great. I eat salads in the winter and the summer, and it just makes me mad when I go to Trader Joe's, like, right before closing, which I always do, and there's no salads. And it boils down to crowds. (laughs) That's my qualm. Anyway. Yeah, there's crowds at Trader Joe's. Was that seven or eight? Uh, that was number six. Number seven is um, a qualm we have with barbecues. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Do you have this qualm too, or is it just me? Um, I feel like I'm kind of weird with it. No, I don't. I get gathering to go swimming, mm-hmm. and I will go to a barbecue. Or just hanging out because everyone's out of school. I get that. I Tourists. totally get that. Yeah. But the point of barbecues that I don't get is it's hot as F outside. Why are we going to light a small fire and burn shit? Yes. And it's, like, the go-to thing. Literally, everyone thinks of it, like, okay, we're hanging out. We're, like, even the most obscure thing, like, it's game night. Let's barbecue. No, I'm so sick of barbecue. If anyone feeds me more pulled pork or wings or whatever the heck, I'm gonna throw it back in their face. Like, I'm over it. Although it's funny because we have a barbecue to go to next weekend. Well, but my... (laughs) My point when they talked about that was like, don't you want to, wouldn't you rather cook in your air conditioning? Because they're the only people I know that have air conditioning. Nana has air conditioning. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of going outside in the sun and making more food. And it's going to take longer because you're on one single like barbecue instead of your entire kitchen. Not only do you have heat coming down from the sun, but when you open the barbecue, you have heat. Plus her two sides were both types of salad. And I was like, oh, is it because you don't want to cook? Salad. Because it's too effing hot to cook? Maybe she'll get them from Trader Joe's. If they're still there. <laughs> but stop with the barbecues. You had enough. The number eight is because there's a shortage of salads at Trader oh, Joe's, and because it's very hot, nobody likes to cook anything during the summer. Mm-hmm. So we always spend more money on food mm-hmm. during the summer. It's very hard to not spend money on food during the summer. Yeah. And the things that you usually need to turn the oven on just, like, get freezer burn or whatever and if you think about it like nobody has ac so like if you're like i'm gonna go pick up dinner you get to sit in your car for five minutes with the ac true that's a lot better that was like a postmates commercial was like it's too hot to cook order postmates and i'm like i'm gonna go in my car where there's air conditioning (laughs) go in the restaurant where there's air conditioning or the store or whatever the heck you're going to like no i'm not gonna stay in my burning hot house Number nine, this one's for me. It's really hard to walk my dogs in the summer. Mm-hmm. You my have dogs, to time it. Yeah, my dogs are black, so they, they can overheat Whoa. easily. Sorry. <laughs> then you have to take into the account the temperature of the ground. Mm-hmm. Because they don't wear shoes, they just have paws. Then you have to take into account that both my dogs have a lot of fur. It's just a whole lot. And then, like, even at night, it's very hot. So, like, even though the sun's not up, it's still very hot outside. The whole world is still radiating from the heat yeah yeah and like they want to go outside but it's like i I think in arizona you literally can't even walk your dog in summer because even at night it's in the 90s yeah the 90s katie at night (laughs) that's how 
cool it gets in Arizona. It's very hard to walk dogs in that kind of heat. I just thought of one, too. And it's dusty. It's really hard to fall asleep Yes. when you're warm. Because, really, you get comfortable by blanket uh, or pillows or, Bundle. like, by bundling. <laughs> something touching you. The and pillow flip is very prevalent in summer. Yes, for sure. And, like, just spreading out and, like... If you're, like, spread with, like, a sea star, like, you can't get comfortable. You're just getting cool. Yeah. And then you also would wake up, too, if you, like, get too sweaty. If your body's, like, if you have, like, the muscle memory of putting your blanket on, you're like, what the hell am I doing? Like, this is terrible. (laughs) And then you wake up. And then the last thing, because Katie and I are pasty, like, culty. Pasty people, you know, need to be heard, too. Pasty people unite. We have two colors. Tasty people sunburn. <laughs> Tasty people are white or red. We don't tan. We have some freckles, I guess, but like we covered went in to, freckles. Do you recall last weekend when we went to LA and we were walking on Venice Beach for thirty minutes? I oh, yeah, had you got red stripes on me for thirty minutes in the sun. I didn't get sunburned. I got more freckles, though. And it also was, like, you can kind of tell. I don't know about you, but, like, I was, like, I don't have sunscreen on. I am going to die. We were in, like, the ice cream shop for a full ten minutes. We were in the shade as much as we could be, and I still got red. And I was, like, what is this life? I'm just proud of myself that I didn't get red that day. Yeah. I think everyone's face kind of did. I had a full face of makeup, so. Okay. Maybe not. not yeah, me. I had um my moisturizer head. So That's that was yeah. the only thing. But I was like, I feel naked. This is terrible. I know my sister got, like, charred. I'm sure. Because we're both pasty. But it was, yeah, it was a lot. Hashtag in summer. So, I don't feel like talking about the news today. Oh. It's kind of a bleak news recently. I just don't feel like it. Yeah. So we're prob- going to wow you with another top ten. Yeah, probably because it's summer. <laughs> <laughs> Number eleven. <laughs> bleak news. I don't People want to talk about the crazy. News. So, um, instead of talking, I mean, it's kind of newsworthy because these things will, will be, new. be in the news. Yes. So, it'll be newsy. <laughs> in the future. <laughs> I'm just reporting to you future news. Yes. And I'm sure everyone can look at what's happening because it's not really uh, exactly. fun to talk about. So, since we're basically halfway through the year, we're going to talk about movies that we want to see coming up. Mm-hmm. Number one, I have not heard of, but it's called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, you put that? Yeah. The only reason... Okay, I feel like it probably won't be a great scary movie, but the only reason I think you and I and maybe Mike will see it is because it's, like, literally scary stories, plural. So there's, like, multiple scary things that happen in one movie, multiple plot lines. I think it was a book, so, like, I don't know the whole premise, but it's, like, you know, friends gather and they're telling scary stories and, like... Is there a Ouija board? I don't think so, no. Oh, that's good. It's more like... Yeah, it's not like a... What was that, like, truth or dare one? It's more, like, crazy, like, looking people. I think there's, like, a scarecrow that comes to life. There's something with... I feel like nursery stories, but scary stories. But scary, yeah. And there's multiple, and they all come Together. into one. So I feel like it'll be, like, kind of bad, but, like, fun to watch. Well, this year has been really shitty for scary movies. Yeah. Truth. That's right, I said it. Number two, I, I'm on the fence about, and I think you are, too. What? Good Boys? Uh... Yeah, it's like super bad for younger people, but yeah, I don't. It's rated R. Yeah, and we're doing like I saw this video where it's like they were telling the kid actors that they couldn't even see the movie because it's rated R and they're like twelve. I just don't know how I feel about little boys being. I mean, I'm sure they are in IRL, just nasty things. But yes, 
I saw one thing that was like, you won't stop laughing. And one thing I was worried about, because I saw two separate trailers, mm-hmm. and they were really hilarious, but I was like, are you showing all the funny things? Like, is it going to be one of those movies where I've seen it? Yeah. Since I saw the trailer. And the other thing is kind of like what you were saying, like with the little boys, like it just kind of feels a little bit weird to see. Yeah. And in one of the trailers, they like steal that girl's purse, you know? And there's Molly in it. Yeah. And I feel like that is the main plot. Like I know they're trying to go to a party, mm-hmm. but you know how they're on the freeway at that one point? Mm-hmm. They have the purse with them. So, like, are they literally just keeping the purse from this, like, hot girl the entire movie? It just got me thinking. Plus... Maybe the address for the party is in the purse. Maybe. Maybe it's her house. And they're like, we want to go to your party, so we have your purse. I hope there's a party scene. That's what I'm mostly thinking. Like, because I don't want to just watch them have a purse. I think this movie could go one of two ways, Katie. Mm -hmm. I think it could be book smart good. Whoa. Because that's about a party. Would you say super bad is good? Uh, it's like in the middle. I'm neutral. Or it could be tag bad. That's true. See, it could be really bad. It could be really but bad. But they did or say it could be it, really good. They said it's the super bad of little kids. Like they said it was going to be like super bad. Yeah, but like in between those two things, like on the halfway point, is super bad. But like if it was really good, it'd be like book smart. If it was really bad, it'd be like tag. Do you think tag was also a movie where they showed all the funny things in the trailer? Yeah, because I remember wanting to see tag. Yeah, because it looked hilarious and, and it was a really dangerous. good idea. Then when I ended up seeing it, I was like, wow, I'm really glad I didn't spend $12 yeah, to go see that. <laughs> I'm glad we were in the comfort of our home. But so, last year, I... Dreams out on good boys. Last year, I did that movie about the bar mitzvah, mm-hmm. and all the stars were 12-year-old boys. And see, I don't know how I feel about that. That was even weird to film. I was like, what are we laughing at? They're going to be scarred from just saying these lines. But then they're also 12, and I know they're actors, but, like, what 12-year-old is really an actor? And then they're saying all these disgusting things. That their parents gave them permission for, for sure. It's like in, um, what was that movie we watched where they... They were like auditioning babies, and then Sasha oh, yeah. Baron Cohen was like, you, "Your baby <laughs> needs to or be, Bruno. Yeah, lose twelve pounds." It's like that's what those parents are doing. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Oh, we get money for it." Yeah, he can say the you know, word can... or the c word or whatever. Yeah, word. and he can watch porn. Fine, he can go on a sex swing. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I get money for How it. How much for it? That's what I feel like happened. Yes. To it's these a little auditions. odd. Plus, your mom wants to see it. <laughs> I don't get like, that. Uh, I'm gonna have to see it with Katie though. <laughs> Sorry. I would love to go see that with Lisa and Paul. Oh my gosh. Oh, Paul especially. Because he'll just, he'll drop some truth bombs. Okay, what's next? Number three is Britney Runs a Marathon. I think that'll just be, like, cute. I think that it's kind of weird that it's coming out in theaters. I think it'll be good. And not straight to, like, Netflix. Yeah, or something. Because it's an Amazon Studios movie, but it's going to be in theaters. Maybe because it was that good. It did that well at the festival. Your mom did have a good point, though, when we were explaining it to her, and she said that... You just told her the whole movie? Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess we don't know for sure, but, like, we kind of do. It's going to be a traditional rom-com. Yeah. It's going to go up, it's going to go down, then it's going to go back up. I like the... the but sometimes you like traditional yeah, rom-coms. And I like, the, yeah, the twist, like, bettering her life. And yeah, there's even a part of the trailer where they're like, your life was never bad because of, like, the way you looked. Like, you, your choices made it bad. And I was like, oh, so it's not just about bodies. That's great. Yeah, so they I... got it. <laughs> I will see Britney Runs a Marathon. Mm-hmm. Where'd you go, Bernadette? Can't wait for that. Yeah, I think that goes without saying. If that flops, I'm gonna be sad. It has a great actors. I freaking love Kate. And, um, that guy's name. His name escapes me. <laughs> But the that guy, one. the one from um, Big Fish, 
Anyway, so that guy <laughs> and that girl, we really like them, and we can't wait to see that. <laughs> and that girl. That one movie, you know? Oh, and Kristen Wiig is in it. See? It's triply good. So, this is going to bother me, though. So. If I... If I... I like how you have your computer in front of you, and you decide Well, because I... Billy Crudup. That's a weird thing. So, I think we're both very excited for Where'd You Go, Bernadette. It's Not excited enough to read the book beforehand, though. There's not enough time. <laughs> we're busy. Okay. Number five is It Chapter 2. I did not see It Chapter 1. But we're gonna have you see it. Yeah, I need to watch that. I Maybe, think... like, in a couple Fridays we can watch it. You could totally... With White Wine Night. Because it's summer. White Wine. <laughs> Um, at our house with the like speakers blasting yeah, and you wanted to make uh, baked macaroni yes with the oven on i'll come out over after the <laughs> oven okay <laughs> but yeah we should watch you need to see it and then it also it's not we'll talk about it when it comes out but i feel like some things are going to be very off about it chapter two so i need you to like i need you to be on board the next one is a movie i'll probably go see by myself which is completely fine seeing movies by yourself is fine maybe like your mom will be here that weekend Okay. I'm, I would also be down to see it, like, at your house. <laughs> that would be too late. The Art of Racing in, a, in the Rain. Um, One, I don't think the dog dies. Katie, name a movie where the dog dies. I think Amanda Seyfried dies. Why can't two things die? No, that's not how it works. He has to <laughs> go through something. The dog is with him through the whole trailer. But I do want to see The Art of Racing in the Rain. I just think it's, it's a, a dog movie. Yeah, it's a dog movie with some cars. With Milo. I do like Milo. And Amanda Seyfried and Milo. I don't like Amanda Seyfried. Well, she probably dies, so. <laughs> I think it'll be a bucket full of emotions, truly. Even if you don't like the actress, it's gonna be. Yeah, I'm gonna see it. Because she has a baby. Or maybe she doesn't have a baby. It's a book. You can just read the Whoa. Book. They don't always follow the book. Sorry. <laughs> we'll see. Number seven. I'm not entirely excited for this, but I will go see it. Frozen 2. Okay, but here's the thing. We're going to have to see it later. Because I'm not going to go in a theater with a bunch of little kids. Even though I we clearly am one. We'll see it the weekend after it comes out. Like, like three weeks after. If it comes out on a Thursday, like that Sunday night. Yeah. That's good. A weekday night. Yeah. yeah. We'd have to go like see Like on that. a Tuesday even. Tuesday night. Matinee. But I'm excited because, first of all, it's been many moons since the first one and second of all it looks really different like digital animation like mm -hmm. very differently drawn so i'm kind of interested to see do you how think it is. 20 years from now they'll do a frozen live action yes like a play you mean yeah like when we're um when they're on frozen five yeah <laughs> yeah i think so also frozen like I mean, even though it's like a children's when we're movie, in our 50s because like they're making movies from our childhood right now. So like, technically, Frozen isn't from our childhood; it's, it's from childhood. like generation. I get you. So oh, a live action, not a play, a movie. A live action, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, I mean, fifty years from now, we'll figure. Oh, it out. 50. 40. How old are we? I think twenty. Twenty. 20s. But Frozen two or Frozen one, even if you're not a kid, was like a really good story. It was actually like a really well done movie. So I think Frozen two has a lot to like live up to. Mm -hmm. You know. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood is number eight. My mom will definitely be here for that. I don't know what that movie is. It's Tom Hanks as... Um, oh, Mr. Rogers. Did you see the Mr. Rogers doc documentary? Didn't that come out like a year ago? Two years ago? Yeah. Oh, what was the name of that? I don't know. <laughs> Something Mr. Rogers? The sun is like completely on me right now. <laughs> good. Was it Good Day, Mr. Rogers? No. Hello, Mr. Rogers? Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? No. That's actually the show. Uh... Why is this a What's up, Mr. Rogers? Won't you be my neighbor? Oh, yes. Yes. I, okay, so my mom will, like, deny this, and probably your mom would, too, 
but they seem to think that Mr. Rogers is our childhood, but I never watched that. I never, ever, ever once Mr. Rogers. Sadly, he did not affect my life, which is really, truly sad because I, apparently he was amazing, but he just wasn't. And But when I watched the documentary, they say all these awesome things about him, and they show his cute little show, and it actually does look pretty good. So um, who played him in the documentary? Yeah. Himself? Like, literally... Someone followed him, like, when it was still going on. Oh. And then, like, people of today, because he's dead now, people of today are talking about it that, like, are related to him or wrote books about him. So it's not acting. It's, like, they show clips from the show or, like, interviews that he did. Interesting. Um, like, there was one thing that's, like, super famous because it was, like, back in the day he, like, invited his black mailman to come, like, swim in his pool with him because it was a really hot day. And it was, like, before all that was, like, really acceptable. Mm. So it was, like, about that. He was, like, ahead of his time. So he was better than Green Book, is what you're telling me. Yes. But he was a documentary, so you can't, you know, you would win Best Documentary, not... All right, all right, But all we'll right. see it. Tom Hanks is cool. Number nine, yes. I am insanely excited for it. I totally forgot right. about this movie until you told me, and I'm so glad you told me about it. This is one, I wouldn't see Marvel on opening nights, because I don't, you know... Yeah, that's not I don't you. like doing that. It's not for Katie. Really not very many movies I would see on opening day. What is this? I'm on the edge of my seat. This one I would. What is it? It's Little Women. Oh. <laughs> I don't have the list with me. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, if we're going to see that on opening day, that's... Is it Christmas Day? No, it's the 27th. Oh, yeah, I can totally do that. Okay. Yeah, Because Devin's birthday is the day after Christmas. I'm it's going to be that. a very busy week for us. Well, I hope, I don't, I hope Devin wants to see Little Women. It's a timeless story. Are we seeing it on Thursday or Friday? <laughs> Thursday at six or whatever. Oh my! Like actually opening night, like before midnight. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one to buy the tickets. Oh my goodness! It's happening. <laughs> on the Devin's next, birthday. The next one I'm not seeing on opening night. Is it Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> Can we just talk about for two minutes how Star Wars is coming out the same day as Cats? Or like, am I alone on this? Can we just talk about how Cats did not make it on the list? No, we can't talk about that. Of course it's not on the list. But how stupid are you? Although I think we might actually go see Cats. Eventually we will, because... I would see that. Seeing bad movies, you know. In theaters, and just have a good laugh. Hold on, I'm looking at who to blame. Working title? How stupid are you, working title, to make it on the same day as Star Wars? Oh, that was production company. Yes. Uh (laughs) (laughs) We will see it probably in, like, late January, maybe. But, like, not everyone loves Star Wars, like... Wow. Me, but I know that you know what's weird? I will get dragged to Star Wars and you, I will not see cats. You, like Kelly, Dakota, all of you are not Star Wars fans. It's craziness. But the reason this is crazy and amazing and we're going to have to buy tickets like two months in advance is it's because it's the last one with Ray and Adam Driver. I will say the last Star Wars. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, that one. Do you know the last one that came out? <laughs> I did see the last one, and I didn't think it was bad. No, they're not. I mean, they're I, not terrible. I don't get all the... The universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the plot, I get. But if you think about it, they're like in increments of three. So, like, the prequels are terrible. The three that first came out, four, five, and six, are, like, the best ones. And now it's seven, eight, nine, and then it's over. The seven, eight, nine is, like, the end of... I don't think it's No, it really is. Over. It truly... I'm sorry. Disney Who owns was in... it. Yes, but they're done. Maybe Ray. Okay. And then we got Lion King live action. No, no, no. Hear me out. The reason it's done is because the only reason that, like, Luke Skywalker was in this one, Mark Hamill, 
was because it was 30 years later and they wanted to like people please you know they're like oh let's put this in so like the mom and dads will see it and like the people who went to go see star wars in line like they're gonna go see it but if they're gonna do 10 11 and 12 what purpose does it bring to put ray into 10 11 and 12 when she just did 7 8 9 well, they wouldn't. They would come up with a whole new cast. You are saying that it's going to be the same people. No, I'm saying that you, you're saying they come in increments of three. Yes. So we had prequel, the, the real three, now the, the remake sequels. three, and then the seven, eight, nine, or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm saying, you know, in ten years from now, there will be a ten, eleven, and twelve. No, ten, eleven, and twelve are in, like, two years from now. So there will be 10, 11, and 12. Yes, but Ray won't be in it. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> the I reason it's a big deal done. to see 9 is because you're going to see Ray's journey end. She's going to die? No, probably not. She's going to die? I mean, Adam Driver might die, which is very oh, sad. sad. It's very sad. Logan, not Logan Lucky. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is, like, if they did bring Ray into 10, 11, 12, like, yes, it'd be, it would be for money. But, like, there's just no purpose. Because they've already talked about how 10, 11, and 12 are going to be a different story. There's yeah. already, like, directors and writers signed on for the different story. Well, can't wait for 10, 11, and 12 of Star Wars. Time will tell. We all know they're money grubbers. What's your... I'm going to write this down in my journal because I'm going to keep it like Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> For three um, years. Yeah. <laughs> How many Star Wars do you think they'll make? Oh, geez. Um, Give me a number. I think till the world ends. <laughs> Wait, you're going to keep this? What about when we die? And they keep and making if they're keeping Wars. it, then if you didn't get the number, you didn't get the okay, number. Okay, say like 12 would be like 2025. 20, oh, my God. How old will we be? We'll be 31, right? Is yeah. Math, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when are we dying? Like ninety one? Well, we're gonna live a long time. Modern medicine. So twenty eighty five. Unless you get hit by a bus. Twenty eighty five. So how many movies is that? Oh, um, this is a lot of math on the fly. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> 10, 11, 12, it's 20, 25, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. So I hope this counts. Thirty one. Thirty. You think there's gonna be thirty one Star Wars? I'm writing that down. If I write it down, it makes it true. Star Wars 31 featuring the 91-year-old Katie Hughes as Whoa. <laughs> the director. I don't know. <laughs> That's a really old director. That is kind Can of sad because it just means we won't retire. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'm just doing it for fun. Like, Mark Hamill doesn't need money. He's just, you know, I don't know what he's doing. Okay, we anyway, like. <laughs> those are our ten movies to see. We're going to see them all. Maybe. So. We went to a new coffee shop, as usual. I don't have any fun facts about this coffee shop because they don't have a website. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of weird. Very hipster. It's probably the first coffee shop we've noticed that doesn't have a website. No, I mean, they got a lot of Yelp reviews, but uh, no website. <sighs> maybe they're newish. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. We should see on Yelp when they opened. Anyways, did we already say the name? Uh, no, Coffee Nature in Costa Mesa. Coffee Nature, yes. And we got the turmeric lattes. Mm-hmm. You got one other thing before. Yeah, I've been there before. I got the matcha lavender. Is it lavender or rose? Chai. I think it was rose. Rose chai? Rose chai. Or rose matcha. Rose chai. Are you sure? No. I think it's rose matcha because I didn't get matcha yesterday because I was like, that I like... doesn't sound as refreshing as a turmeric. Yeah. But it I mean, is refreshing. I didn't mm-hmm. think it was going to be refreshing, but then I was like, okay. Uh, yeah, it was like rose or lavender or something. What are the pros? So we got turmeric lattes. I think the turmeric latte 
tastes like a spicier chai Mm -hmm. and i feel like sometimes when we go to starbucks we get extra pumps of chai because it's not like spicy enough or flavorful enough and this is not the case and this is not the case with a turmeric latte it's also not like insanely it doesn't taste like curry no it It doesn't taste like you're drinking spice no it's very refreshing it's very that's the best word for it and we were trying to look up stuff about it because technically it has no coffee in it but turmeric is so good for you like with antioxidants and like taking out all the bad juju Mm -hmm. that it's kind of like it wakes you up yeah i mean i had coffee today at breakfast but like i haven't had coffee other than that Mm -hmm. and i feel fine yeah and you what were you saying oh that you would go frequently you would frequent oh yeah I i would go there a lot i mean there's some places I don't go on my way to work, and sometimes, like, I do go to Phil's when I'm, like, stressed and I don't make coffee in the morning, but usually I make coffee in the morning for myself. Mm-hmm. But I would frequent this place often. But we would just warn people against, like, going every morning because it's not, if you're, like, actually tired or you actually didn't get enough sleep, this is not the thing to, like, Yeah, they have espresso in. and stuff, but we haven't tried it, so. I really, if we do go again, I want to, like, add a shot and see how it is. Because Starbucks chai lattes are chai extract and milk, and this one is turmeric extract and milk. Yeah. But sometimes we add shots to the chai, so, like, why can't we add a shot to this, you know? But, like, what color do you think? Because it's so yellow. No, I think that definitely doesn't have espresso in it, uh-huh. but maybe it'll be, like, brown? <laughs> I just fear for what color it will no, be. It'll be weird. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, the I would get the Earl Grey with a shot, and that kind of turned it brown. Yeah. And it was still good. Yeah. But I definitely want to try that and see, like, because then it would be refreshing and it would wake you up. But I'm just going to say Coffee Nature is awesome. Yes. I think it's a good place to study. I think it's a good environment. It's very cute. They had ample plugs. Mm -hmm. I was looking around. They had an entire table where every seat had a plug. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, unheard of here. They just gave you the Wi-Fi password. You didn't have to get a stupid token. They had lots of art. They had a Charlie Chaplin thing, which I wanted to steal. I truly wanted that, like, for my home. I wouldn't have said a word. It's pretty big. I think they would have noticed. Um, <laughs> but maybe, if we put our heads together. Uh, they have, like, a bear with boxing gloves, which I'm not sure. I feel like they maybe left that from the last place it was. Yeah. It has nothing to do with coffee, but it's, like, kind of adorable. And then they have skateboards on the wall, and each skateboard has, like, a different coffee, like, theme. Like, one is a skeleton drinking coffee, and you could see the coffee going through its bones. And then one was a coffee in, like, an IV. I don't know. It's, like, kind of cute. But yeah. I don't know why they're on skateboards now, come to think of it. Because it's not really a skateboard. Do you skate, bro? Avery, yeah. It does have a couple cons. One, it closes at 7. But I am going to not be too mad about that because it's in a weird place. Yeah, it's, like, sort of not a con. Because if they stayed up till 10, they probably truly wouldn't get that many... Yeah, and, like, it's on, like, the only one-way street in Costa Mesa. You could see the freeway from sitting in the coffee shop, Mm -hmm. which is kind of weird. And it's near, like, a bunch of bridal stuff. Mm -hmm. Like a bridal, like a wedding dress shop, a hotel, dance classes, tuck shop. Like, literally a one-stop wedding area. It's very odd. But are there other cons? That was my only con. The other good thing is it has, like, actual meals that it will serve you. Yeah, I didn't get anything last time. However, I saw someone get Eggs Benedict, and they were the biggest Eggs Benedict I've ever seen, especially at a coffee shop. Mm. Like, usually coffee shops skimp on you, but, like, if you look on Yelp, they had, like, they have an avocado toast that has 
uh, fried egg on it, mm-hmm. and then they have something with like the bruschetta, like the thin meat. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like both of those look pretty good. Yeah, maybe one day we'll get that. But it's like very hefty meals. Like you could actually eat there. Yeah, it also has plastic straws. So, um, <laughs> the final review is that I gave it four stars, mm-hmm. which is a good rating for me. Yes. We rarely give places four stars. Mm-mm. If we looked back, they're like, maybe two. Yeah. And I gave it 4.25. Yes. Which is probably the same I would give, like, Phil's. It's the same rating as Phil's because I couldn't go to Phil's this morning because it was a 45 goddamn minute wait. Exactly. So I Thank went you, to you, Nature. Open and slowly No, that was South Coast. Oh, wow. So there's no excuse. So it's the same rating as Phil's. But yeah, we would definitely go back. Recommend going. Highly. If you can get off the freeway. So now we're going to take a turn down the pessimistic side of our lives. I think everything we've done this morning was for <clears throat> afternoon, whatever time of day it is, uh, was pretty positive. Mm-hmm. Now we're negative. Now we're coasting downhill. Now we're jaded. Um, so we saw... Once upon a time in Hollywood, and I'm just... Bothered. You're bothered. I'm exhausted from even thinking about this movie. I just want to point out, I just want to give a little shout out to Elise. um, Because Elise, sometimes she poses really good questions. Sometimes she shows me the good of movies that I don't really give a chance. And obviously we went to film school together, so we like saw a lot of movies in class that like if I don't like it, she would be like, but what about this? And I'm like, oh wow. Hmm nose you know it was pretty good so but she didn't like this either she didn't like this movie she saw it on sunday when we saw it on friday so i was kind of waiting for her i didn't really say anything because she doesn't like spoilers or anything Mm -hmm. she doesn't even want when people say like oh it's so good it's so bad like she just wants to go in fresh and so when she texted me she wanted to know what i gave it but she goes one out of ten I gave it a four, and she was like, wow, I gave it a five. And I was like, that's close enough for me. That's pretty bad. It's not like you gave it a seven and I maybe missed something. Well, technically, you gave it a 4.5. You gave it a 45%, I gave it a 62%. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just... There's a lot more cons than there are pros. It's not like Coffee Nature where there's only one con. Pros, our girlfriend Margot Robbie was in it. She's gorgeous. Uh, This turns into a con because she didn't get enough screen time. She was so, barely in the movie. Yeah, obviously, spoiler alert. This was, like, a very fresh movie, so. Well, there's really no plot, so you can't really spoil it. This is a fresh outline of a movie. <laughs> it's a fresh, not enough plot of a movie. You could spoil it if there was. There's not there's a lot to no give away. Plot. If you don't like Brad Pitt driving a car, like, watching him drive a car, don't see this movie. <laughs> Because that's about 75% of it. Mm-hmm. I think the Margot Robbie thing, like, deserves some recognition because it's supposed to be, like, sort of about Sharon Tate. And, like, everyone was really excited because originally... It is in no way what? about Sharon Tate no, or Charles school, Manson. No. Just throwing that out there. Also, two things I remember from, like, two years ago when this movie was announced. That's right. That's how excited I've been about this movie. Jennifer Lawrence was originally supposed to play Sharon Tate, and so when they announced Margot Robbie, I was super pumped because I really like her. You really like her. No one really oh, I likes really like Jennifer Lawrence. Um, Margot Robbie's like super talented and really pretty, so like I was really excited for that. You were very excited for this movie. You made me buy tickets like four weeks in yeah, advance. Yeah, I was like, Katie, they're on sale. What are you doing? It's 10 a.m. Come on. They've been on sale for two hours. <laughs> you were like, it's 10 a.m. I don't care what you're doing at work. Buy the tickets right now. <laughs> I was very excited. And then the other thing they announced two years ago, I will bring up, I'm going to 
post this article. Yeah, I think you should. Because it literally You're says... You're using your hands so much right now. <laughs> in the title of the article, like, something like, Tarantino announces film about Manson and his followers. It's not even about that at all. I don't even and know I, what it's about. Elise pointed out something. Okay. Bringing this back to Elise. She said, movies change, scripts change. And I said, yes, but they never said it changed. They never were like, this is a movie about Leo and Brad with Manson subtleties. They were like, no, it's Manson's in it and Charlie's gonna love you and blah, blah, blah. I think I get the point of scripts change and movies change, but entire plot does not change. No, exactly. And if you kind of know generally the story and knowing tarantino and his weirdness he probably knew that brad and leo's characters were going to be in it mm. you should say something like that and it wasn't even in the article like the article is literally this is going to be a movie about manson with possibly jennifer lawrence like it's an old article but i understand things change but it was really annoying so i like watching movies about murders yeah we're in our 60s so that's what we do i've seen so many of them on netflix <laughs> and charles manson if i that would that's a good biopic to make yeah that's really interesting that one it's got all the elements that would make a good movie mm-hmm. you know, aside from ted bundy like charles manson would really make it the good one would make the argument that charles manson was crazier than ted bundy i think so because okay i am not like a charles manson like person like i don't know everything about him but i did listen to that one podcast that was nine effing episodes nine (laughs) one hour episodes about charles manson and there's so many more things like there was a lot with the beatles and the beach boys and there was stuff with his mom like there's things happening that are not in the movie at all at all yeah they could have done it like because we watched silence of the lambs yesterday Mm -hmm. they could have done it like that style too if you wanted to get creative with the history yeah because it follows jodie foster's character but you understand buffalo bill and hannibal yeah why can't it follow brad and leo but also be about manson and sharon date i wonder if he's ever seen silence of the lambs i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) and then another point that i was thinking about because i rewatched inglorious bastards recently and it's outrightly a movie about what could have happened during the Holocaust and, like, Hitler's rule. Yeah. So, but you know, going in, that it's not, it's fiction, you know, fictitious. It's fictitious, but based in a time in history. Yes. And he uses a lot of characters. Like this movie. He's very, like, meticulous about the details and, like, there's things about, you know, Europe, like, France, Germany, England, Italy, like, all these things, very intricate details uh, there's a part where, like, someone outs himself because he has, like, a British-sounding German accent, which is, like, what? That's craziness. Like, they, Tarantino even thought of that. That's cool. That's mm-hmm. very, very original. But my point is, if you're gonna make a movie about what could have happened in the Holocaust, why do you need to make a movie about what could have happened with Manson? Why can't you just make a movie about Manson? Like you said you would. I don't think anyone has strong opinions about Manson, though. Like, people have strong opinions about the Holocaust. And I get making a movie about the Holocaust. Or, like, slavery, like Django Unchained. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure we all communally agree. Manson's terrible. (laughs) And, like, so... Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. There's no need to make a movie to even further try to sway me to say that he was a bad person and so were his followers. I get that. Plus, I heard that... Some people were saying, like, oh, if he had told the story of Manson, it would have been kind of condoning his behavior. And I'm kind of with you on the same point. I don't think showing what Manson did would have swayed anyone. 
I think it's quite honestly the opposite. Yeah, people are going to be like, wow, he was insane. He deserved what he got. And I think, like, after watching Hannibal last night and then, like, Zac Efron one, which was, like, so incredibly bad, people tend to forget that these people do exist in the world Mm -hmm. and understanding part of their psyche, I think, is important would have been cool to talk for about. people to talk about and charles manson is old he's he recently died and he's kind of like fading like nobody really thinks about charles manson so if you make a biopic to talk about charles manson and what he did and how he like brainwashed people you could also swing it and say well it would be a public service announcement saying that these things are possible for people like young kids who would go see it because it's got violence and gore and people but you could you know fake some learning into them some people of today, like, seven-ish years younger than us... Have no idea who he is. Yeah, seven years younger than us who are able to see a movie like this don't know who he is. So now's the time to talk about it. Plus, he just recently died. And, going deeper into it, yeah, Leslie yeah, Van Houten just got denied parole for, like, the fifth time. That's insane. That just happened this yeah. year. Like, so. we need to talk about her story, too. She was in it. I think even though crimes like serial killers are bad people and we all agree that they're bad people like Hannibal I think there's a lot to be learned from them exactly so and, and I'm just... only comparing this to Hannibal because we watched Lambs <laughs> yesterday and because Tarantino did it wrong what were some of our other points my one of my qualms is I'm not one to critique cameras because I don't know anything about them or like how people film something because I'm not trained in film, so I have no room to talk about that. But one thing I loved about Inglorious Bastards and Django Unchained, which is by far his best movie ever, was the quick cuts. I like that. That's like his style. Yeah. And I think in those movies he did them well. Quick cuts or even just weird cuts. Yeah. Weird this one camera motions. Not at all. No. Nothing. It was very non-Tarantino. Which is a big point. Joe Schmo could have made this movie. Like, I think the quick cuts give some point to the story because it's like, oh, quickly shifting. Quickly. Well, it's creative because the things that he cuts to have to do with the story and, like, maybe isn't necessarily what a character knows, but now you know. Or is, like, a secret going on that he doesn't have a full scene to talk about, but it's still, like, prevalent. It's mm-hmm. very, like, if we just watched Inglourious Bastards again, there's, like, things that he quick cuts to that remind you of, yeah. like, the craziness going on in the subtext of the conversation. Yeah. And, yeah, he doesn't do that at all. And you said there was not enough violence. No, I wanted violence. Well, I was when there. you go see a Tarantino Charlie Manson movie. is a violent person. Yes. Like, the horrendous things he did. Mm-hmm. Yes. There and was... not to give away everything, but there's really only violence in the last 15 minutes. And it's stupid. Dumb. I really, like, didn't think I would miss Tarantino's stamp, but, like, going to see his movies, you, like, kind of want that. You are... That's what I signed up for. I signed up for a violent, artsy biopic of Charles Manson. I could have made this movie. And I didn't get it. I got Leo and Brad driving in an old, like, Cadillac that was yellow. Yes. If I had the money and the power to make this movie, I would have made it better because it would have been more about Charles Manson. Exactly. And if Tarantino's not going to put a stamp on it, like, why are we seeing it? Literally. If you're going to be... he totally... Do you think it's going to be nominated? Yes. Of okay. course. People liked it. It's certified fresh. It's got an 84% on I think people are raving about it because they're, like, too scared to talk about why it's shitty. I said it. But if Tarantino, he, like, literally makes himself out to be this person that does crazy things... And then he didn't do anything crazy. This is the most boringest movie ever. Yeah, okay, so I was looking it up. Small sidebar. I was looking it up. This movie is his second worst rated movie. Oh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Above Hateful Eight. Which I would watch Hateful Eight over this movie. I've never even seen Hateful Eight. 
Well, there's a lot with that. It's it's very boring. But I would rather watch that for the third time than watch this again. And it's also directly under Kill Bill 2, which I think is bad. Worse. I think that's number one worse. <laughs> Let's see. There was good nostalgia. The nostalgia makes this movie slightly better than what it actually is. And um, the nostalgia also really points to who the audience is supposed to be. Old white, white men. men. Yes. Also, I'll say it once again from the mountaintops. Nostalgia doesn't equal plot. No, it doesn't. But, like, lucky for me and Devin, Katie was sitting sandwiched in between us. And we both got two old men on both of our sides. <laughs> And oh my, did they love that movie. It, like, wasn't even annoying. Like, no, I thought it was endearing. I was... They had cute, like, little comments. They're super excited about the randomest things. They're like, oh, I remember that Coke can. Like... Or, like, the milk cart, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I had that car. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> How old are you? I'm confused. And, and then I will say, I'm not a big Lena Dunham fan. Actually, I'm probably... <clears throat> Not a Lena Dunham. <laughs> the opposite of a fan of Lena Dunham. But I was not annoyed by her mm-hmm. in this movie. She wasn't terrible. She wasn't. Did I'll... you see that thing that I sent you, though? No. Side news thing. She tried to kiss Brad, Oh, I did see that. And, and he, he, like, come across it out and put sexual assault. Yes, because he, like, is, like, stoic. Like, his lips aren't even moved. He looks kind of, like, shocked if you look at the picture. And it, it's totally, like, unwarranted. Like, she's just being weird. Well, because, like... Brad Pitt can do like ten times better than Lena Dunham. But also like any man could do ten times it's better. It's kind of than like Lena a Dunham. double standard because we get all like mad when like Oh yeah, and she's all about the women's movement. If he had put her arm around her for a picture and she didn't want that, it would have been in the news. But she gets to kiss him and it's like barely in the news at all. I know. I was I was on Brad's side. Same. And then the other plot or the other pro I can't speak is Mama Cass, right? Yeah, I have that. Just like a little Chapman thing. The person who plays Mama Cass in this movie from The Mamas and the Papas uh, went to Chapman. That's it. That's the third pro of this movie. So to recap, I wouldn't necessarily recommend you spend $14 to go see this movie. I would recommend you spend 5 when it comes out on demand to watch it and then um, hate it with us. But this will probably end up on Netflix. Maybe it will be like this year's Green Book. Like not necessarily because Green Book is like a lie. Or Green Book 1. I know. But it was not, like, people were mad about it. Well, if you think about it, this movie has all the comings togethers of La La Land <laughs> and Green Book. Dakota said that she hated this as much as La La Land, or that she hated La La Land, or something like that. And if those two have won the past two years? La La Land didn't win. Oh, wait. It was Moonlight won. Yeah. But, but La La Land was big. Yeah. But it was nominated and, like... It fake one. This is just another example, I think you're saying, of, like, people are wrong when they praise movies for, like, the little things. Like, I think people are scared to talk about how it's actually not a good movie. Like, the fact that Tarantino made it, the fact that it's about Manson, you can't say things about Manson because people will get offended if you, like, defend it in any way. Well, I think, like, I would have, I would have respected this movie more if it did have more Manson in it because, like, it's hard to, it is hard to talk about Manson because he also, there's a lot of race things in that. (coughs) Yeah. Like, to uncover and, like, if he did that justice, it would have been a really good movie. But do you think people are scared to say something bad about this movie because of the topics that it covers? I think people are scared to say that they're disappointed that it doesn't have Manson in it because they don't yes. want to seem like bad people. <laughs> right. Like, they don't want to seem like, oh, I really like Charles Manson. So what about like, I Tarantino? Wanna... Do you think people are scared to be like... I don't think people are scared talking about Tarantino. I think 
people are scared to say, like, I wanted to see Charles Manson stab Sharon I think Tate. it's very interesting because this has the same score as Kill Bill 2, but an 84 isn't really that great, if you think about it. No, like, I think, I was gonna say, like, next weekend, I since I have so much time off, I did want to see the Aquafina movie. The Farewell? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's 100%. Yeah, it's boring. I know, but I would rather see a boring 100% movie than a boring 84% movie. That's true. And even if you don't go off, like, Rotten Tomatoes, like, there are some things in this movie that are not good. The whole movie. <laughs> well, even if you're, like, more open-minded. I don't know. There's things. There's things they could have done better. Don't waste your money, honey. That's exactly. why you get to listen to this podcast for free. Yeah, we just gave you, like, a 15-minute spiel about it, and now you're done. And now you're like, wow, I don't have to go see that movie. I can just read the articles about it and then wait for it to come to Netflix. Exactly. You're welcome. <laughs> that concludes another episode of Itch Better Have My Coffee. That was good. That was really loud, according to the... According to GarageBand. Uh, yeah, we'll be back soon. Yeah, maybe we'll do a bonus episode. We got some some guests that are lining up around the corner to be on the show. Yeah, um, everyone wants to be on the show. So they gotta get in line, man. It's hot outside, they gotta stay in line. It's hot outside, and if they want to record, they need to provide the AC. Also, I think we should talk about Salvation Mountain. Briefly. Oh, we didn't go? Yeah. Because it's fucking hot. We're sorry, but, like, it's just too hot. We're gonna go in, like, November. Yeah, sometime later. We checked the weather, and it was gonna be, like, 110. Like, but feels, like, hotter than that. And it's, like, a really long drive, which is part of the fun, because we're gonna podcast from the drive. But we couldn't imagine being in 110, even in the car. Like... What if my car exploded? And taking the drive to Salvation Mountain, we want to be able to enjoy it, not get out, be outside for 10 minutes and die and then go home yeah because we wanted to hit salt and sea on the way a cool coffee joshua shop tree. joshua tree like so, make a day of it we want to enjoy it not but, melt uh you can't really get out at joshua tree without melting yeah or the salt and sea and the salt you can't swim in the salt and sea anymore so it's like even though i don't swim like at that point i would be like i think i'm going in yeah because <laughs> it's too effing hot well we would just wanted to i think we should just like say it's still gonna happen just oh, not yeah. maybe in like the next five episodes oh yeah i yeah. think it'll happen so that concludes i'm katie and i'm katie